Hello, and thanks for coming along to And We Have an Office Doc, the digital agency podcast where we talk to agency owner directors and learn more about what makes them tick. From the things that make them similar to the things they'd rather have known sooner, where they've had success, and where they've learned some hard lessons. All will be revealed with your host, Chris Simmons, the agency coach, and he'll be talking to a different awesome agency person in each episode, asking them four questions and seeing where the conversation takes us over the next 25 minutes. Okay, so let us begin. Over to you, Chris. Thanks, voiceover guy. Hello, 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 everyone. Hello, Hillick. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Happy to be here. It's very nice to have you on, on the podcast all the way from sunny USA. Um, whereabouts in the US are you? Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta in Georgia. It's, it's sunny. Yeah, I was going to say it's definitely sunny. Definitely sunny there. Um, so HVMA marketing, am I getting that right? That is correct. HVMA marketing. Uh, we are a data-driven marketing agency uh, based in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, been here for a long time and uh, looking forward for many more years. And, and, and forgive me, where, where are you from originally? I was going to say, because Hillick doesn't sound very Georgian. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I spoke with my parents about this next time. They got to give me a name that is easy. I watched a couple of the, the videos on your website uh, prior to recording. I saw, saw some of that data stuff coming out in there. I was doing dashboards and trying to make stories out of information and things like that. Um, it's a real skill set to be able to see these things, see the see the 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 pin inside that um, in that haystack. True, and like I said, we are a data driven marketing agency, and what we do mainly is we help companies or customers yeah. use the data they already have on their channels, whatever they collect, and then translate it into traffic and sales. Yeah, you say pin uh, those ideas. I think that's one of the main strengths. Maybe why we are different mm. than other agencies is because of the mindset that we come with, because the way that uh, we try to combine data from one place to another, from one channel to another, uh, the way we track things and the way the reports, if you see the reports internally in the office, uh, you'll, you'll think it's craziness sometimes of the things that we're looking to find. Yeah. A little bit different than the basic uh, reports, and when I say basic, it's not necessarily literally basic. I mean, we always go with advanced reports, but even within the advanced, advanced reports, we're always going to look for something that is a little bit deeper yeah. to understand not only the customer, the target audience, the product, the performance, and we do the same, by the way, with our, uh, with our team hmm. in each one. In their... so, I mean, it, that's, it's, a, it's a really mature way of running an agency because... I mean, there are, I've done the research having, um, I, I mean, I sell to agencies, so naturally I've done some market research. There are um, about 800,000 um, English language first speaking agencies um, and the vast majority of them 
barely use, barely scratch the surface when it comes to data. So it is a, um, it, it's it's nice to actually, um, like I say, I've seen some of the videos, so I know you guys know really what you're talking about. How, how long has the, the agency been running for? Uh, we started in 2014, so about uh, nine years now. And how have the nine years been? Has it been smooth sailing? Has it been choppy waters? Yeah. <laughs> No agency is complete without roller coaster rides daily, right? Here's the thing uh, that I've learned. Um, if you don't make any mistakes on the way, you're never going to go to the next level because you got to learn from something. Mm. Over the, we had a very, very smooth start. Mm. Me personally, when something goes very well, take the pessimistic uh, part of my brain, it's mm. okay. Something will balance it. So I'm, I'm the guy, by the way, that likes to balance everything in life in general, not only in the, in the agency, in the world. So something has to balance at some point when everything goes smooth. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not, again, I said the pessimistic, but in a business, in a business way of running the agency, I got to be prepared and not to get a big hit when something like this happens. Yes. Uh, by the way, we yeah. speak about that. That was one of my biggest mistakes. In the past, we can speak about that as well. We, we, I, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna ask you. <laughs> so, so you gotta be prepared, and at some point, you get that hit uh, when you go down in the. Mm. Uh, yeah. Be able to, you gotta be prepared for it. And you gotta be able to pick. Exactly, and so what do you think has been one of the biggest successes that you've seen in the last nine years of running the agency? I know there's been ups and there's been downs naturally, but what's been something that's been a big success that you can think of? So what I consider the biggest success for us as an agency, and again, I told you we're a little bit different, right? And we're thinking a little bit. Mm. So I'm not going to tell you, hey, we did uh, eight figures or seven figures or anything like that, even though we are very uh, concentrating on results. But I think the biggest success of the agency is the fact that we have long-term customers. And especially mm. in a business where you have to generate results, when you have long-term customers, that means you do something right. Because there's not a lot of change. Um, many of the customers, uh, especially in the past, uh, were like just starting with marketing. We're not taking startups, but you know their marketing was either not successful, so they're looking for a different agency, yeah. or they didn't have a budget, and now they're they're scaling. So eventually, if somebody stays with you for long, even even if on the way there are also ups and downs within the marketing, mm. because you're not gonna do the same great result every month uh, but within a quarter within a year when you measure things the fact that customers are staying with us for long term mm. yeah and and it means you it means you've done your own marketing right it means you've done your own sales right and your onboarding right because they're the right people before you even start right and that's something that at the beginning you can't really do you mm. can't really um decide i want that customer or the other you just take pretty much whatever comes to you yep in your door good yeah
Chris, it's only about results. Everybody gonna stay with you until a certain uh. time. If you don't bring them the results, they're gonna shake hands and go. And that's something that I've learned over the uh. years. That I had some clients. So here's the thing: I'm the guy who really I care about the job that I do. Okay, not beside the fact that I like what I do, but I care about it. And at the beginning, when I was even less in in leadership and less in management position. I was like a lot more hands-on. Uh, yeah, I, I, exactly. You, you've you've set the bar high, so you need to maintain the standard that you've set up up front. And um, with, with to your point a minute ago about you know you, um, when you start you you don't know who to take on, and sometimes you take the wrong ones. But you know you say yes to quite a lot of things. Um, what what I do with the agencies that I work with is often we put in place some lead scoring metrics that all new leads need to meet a certain threshold. And then we retrospectively do lead scoring on old clients, including ones that have lost, so that we can look at whether there's a trend. So we're using data a little bit, um, but we look to see if there's a trend. And if there's a nice trend, then we know, okay, the lead scoring needs to moderate slightly um, because the future clients will then be more likely to stay longer or less likely to be a pain in the ass, you know? Um, so that's a, that's a really big success to be able to keep your clients and keep your clients happy, especially Sometimes it's not just about results that keeps clients, isn't it? You know, you keep them happy. You you show them that you care. You show them that you know what you're doing. You can't control the click at the end of the day. As the business, not just as the relationship, uh, track everything. Track every mm. thing. Connect all the channels together. And again, that goes to anything online uh, and everything internally in the office. But if we're talking about the customers, Track everything mm. from their website, every little page, every activity, from their social media, any any network separately, any email that we're sending, any separate mm. email. So again, we can go to segmentations, you know, a lot deeper. And, uh, and really, it's different between service companies and e-commerce companies. But track everything. Mm. And use the data to understand your performance and to improve your performance. To see if you are efficient, yeah. and the same thing I said goes internally. If if we're talking to agents, yes, uh, owners, and not the business or the, not the customers, so the owners track everything within the office of uh, your team, how they do, what they do, is it efficient mm. or not, and that's how. And this is something I didn't do at the beginning. We didn't we didn't start as a data marketing company. Yeah, well, this is the key thing though. It's uh, the shake hands and go. Um, rather than the uh, the the go <laughs> without the shaking hands. So if you could go back nine years, knowing everything you know now, you jump in your time machine uh, and you can speak to yourself. What one piece of advice do you think you'd give yourself just as you're starting out? Before I opened the office, the reason I opened the office is because I needed help. I need I had more customers yeah. on my team. But once we opened the office, in the first week, walked in a customer that was yeah. or became the biggest customer for the next few years. And uh, yeah, and that's, that's great. Everything's smooth, right? So you, you focus on different things. Um, sometimes it's the wrong things for your growth. 
and you have to be aware of it. Yeah. Let me use the word habit instead of a toy. Uh, because again, we, we still do uh, work at the office. Yeah. We're growing in a certain way, but what you refer to is something that yeah. I think a lot of uh, agencies... But you're too busy cruising the, the, the upward curve, enjoying the job and getting excited about each new challenge, aren't you? But you kind of neglect getting more and more leads and more clients at the same time. So, and that's the part of hands-on, or maybe you don't have a bigger team, or you don't have the budget really to do all these things. So you focus mm -hmm. on keeping that, you know, big client, or keeping those few clients at the beginning happy, uh, but you forget to to grow. And then when something happens, or one of them wants to go, or anything, you know, it just uh, then you find yourself in it almost at the beginning again. You have to build, rebuild again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and and this is uh, so I, i've noticed this having spoken to so many agency people uh just in the running of this podcast but also the ones i work with and i i, I think of it like you know shiny things shiny thing and you jump between the thing that you're that's exciting or really uh provides some value right now and then the next one and the next one and you forget to actually build a business because it's not a business until you can't until you don't need to be in it. Um, it it's a it's a it's a um, a toy until you want until you exit to do let's say their Facebook or Facebook ad, but they don't think Google advertising. They don't think in Instagram or, or LinkedIn to, uh, today even TikTok. They don't think email marketing. They don't think SEO. They think one specific thing because of any reason, right? And the same thing, somebody else can say, I want Google advertising. But they don't think YouTube advertising might be a force. And they don't think, you know, email marketing to follow up. Yeah. And they don't think about um, upsells. And they don't think about follow up within, uh, you know, customers that are lost or anything like that. So something that I understood is that and what we call omni-channel marketing is that there is no one channel. So even though there are endless possibilities yeah. right now in, in if I go to the extreme, the other side, you don't want somebody to come and say, I want you to take care of everything. Is there something that you, you did relatively early in the in the agency's life that um, that you kind of stuck to? It's been something that was successful, but you really realized this is our kind of secret source. What 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 have you, what, what's um, been a, uh, I'm, I'm holding on to that. I'm going to keep doing this. Now I want to know the Facebook platform. Now I want to know TikTok platform. Now I want to know email marketing. And when I say I want to yeah. know, it's not just going to, you know, give me a demo. I'm the one who, I'm doing a lot of demos. So I'm the one who wants to really understand uh, a, a software that is uh, beneficial for us. And Google, by the way, Google Advertising, that's a software. So I went into this one and I trained my team yeah. to learn something new 
So eventually we have expertise in multiple areas. And eventually, if we take you a few years forward, that was very, very beneficial. Yeah. That's that bro. And you have to understand your team to or, or read them in the right way to understand what fits Mm. Uh, for each one of them. So you can't send uh, your media buyer to, you know, copywriting, uh, you know, training if they're not really into writing. Yeah. Some people generate great ideas on, you know, in their mind, but they don't really implement it in writing. So you have to read yeah. your team and then fit, fit that next skill within their character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well you're you're building an asset, a knowledge asset internally and you know and and the good thing is, you know, when a member of staff leaves and goes somewhere else, they only have good things to say because they got that new job because of how good they were in their previous job and how much you let them learn and things. But you got so much value out of those people because they were doing something they loved. They were doing something they were good at. And like people feel good when they've learned something, when there's a challenge that's been overcome. You don't feel great when you're learning something that you don't want to do. You know, if you think back to school, <laughs> you think so, and that's mm. that became one of the main things for us is that we want your marketing to be an income and not an expense. We're not saving on marketing because marketing is the one that needs to bring you return, right? So if you're saving on marketing, it means something is wrong. You're not generating sales. Yeah. Um, and what I I do, I take that mindset or that sentence and says uh, or that statement, and I say. I'm not saving on marketing. And this doesn't mean the Google budget. This means also my team. Yeah. And, and, and that comes again at the uh, a certain expense of time and resource on your side, but it pays itself back. And this is something that a lot of agency leaders miss. They, you know, they think, oh, I don't have the time for that. I'll give them the PDF guide and let them uh, learn this thing um, because it will take half an hour to read that rather than four hours for training or over the course of several weeks and it's a, a like a a, a lost it's a sunk cost fallacy you think you're you're spending on their on on their um salaries but actually you need to be spending on their brains as much as giving them the money um there's something uh you get so much more from people who feel valued and a good way to show value isn't just giving them cash of HBMA uh, in the first few years, content creators have created any type of content from graphic to videos, to mm. writing content, to uh, anything goes to your website, to your social media. 
and we were pretty good at it and everything was good. And you know how people say content is the king, right? I a little bit disagree with that. I obviously think uh, data is the king uh, because data is the most valuable asset on earth. But what happened is at some point, and that was somewhere uh, in the middle, we started to realize that content is nice, but it doesn't necessarily bring you sales. So you might have a great video, you'll get a lot of followers, maybe if it goes viral. And we had some viral videos over the, the years, but it's not necessarily translating into sales if you don't send them emails, if you don't really retarget them, mm. if you don't you know, really understand and give them relevant offers. So I think that was my biggest mistake that yeah. I focused too much on content instead of uh, focusing on the sales part and, and driving traffic to your channel. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So just talked about a, a thing that you've done well that, that, you know, is a big part of the business. What have you done that's, you know, not so good? What happened? What, 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 what was your biggest, ah, shit. Therefore, <laughs> we also went a lot into e-commerce because that's measurable. So we can actually create campaigns for you. We'll give you some things just for the campaign to be consistent, to be on your channels. But we're not going to operate your face mm -hmm. on daily on daily uh, basis, basis like we did before. We don't care about the content that you upload on your Facebook. Of course, it needs to be consistent with the with the campaign. But but mm -hmm. we focus on the campaign. We focus on the results, on the KPIs, and have to make sure that at the end of the day, you pay us X. We're bringing X. That's what we want, and that's what you want to hear as our customer. Everything is yeah, yeah. measurable results. Here's the data. Here's why something works here, why it doesn't. <laughs> so, well, that's a very open question. Um, right, right. So, uh, because I already said track everything, and that, that would be maybe the main thing. But I'll say if you just open... Uh, uh. Think about your plan and which type of customers are you going to get? And based on this one, build your team. So don't first go to say, okay, I need a social media manager and I need a data analyst and I need mm. a buyer because your customers or the one that will come through your door tomorrow might need something else. And now you're missing the person or you're giving a teammate a task that they're not really comfortable with and they're not going to generate the great results. So really think, you're going e-commerce, you want a copywriter, you want a media buyer, you want a web designer who can create, you know, a, a landing page quick or upsells or, or build a funnel for you. So really think which way you're going to go and you can tell that by the way I'm going to advertise or the way I'm going to present my company. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you don't have a big budget to take 15 people right at the beginning, which most agencies don't, choose carefully the positions and try to bring specialists to each position. Yeah. So don't bring one person. And with the data, you can prove it, which is great. Let them do SEO, let them uh, do yeah. advertising, let them do this and that. That's just going to bring everything. Yeah, totally lo love that. Um, so if someone's just listening to this now and they're thinking of starting their own agency, what one piece of advice would you give them? Yeah, you got one piece of advice as though. <laughs> that is something. There's there's one more thing that, that I'll add to that. Over the years, we changed, and now we present it. Uh, there is marketing, 
and there's professional marketing. So you can go hire somebody just because they're, you know, cheaper in price per hour or something, and then mm. do some marketing for you, but it's not going to be professional marketing. There is a, uh, you know, today yeah. every teenager can post content on Facebook. You don't really need an agency for it. You don't need a social media manager for it. And in the same matter, uh, we say anybody with an arm can throw a football, yeah. but not everybody can do it professionally. So just make, or if you want to get the right results, take a professional, build the right team, and then look. Yeah. <clears throat> Everyone who's listening to this, listen to this man. He knew, he knows what he's talking about. Thank you. <laughs> Correct, very much so. And for those of you listening in the UK, we have a version of that that is if you have not everyone who has an arm can throw a rugby ball. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Hillick. Lovely to speak to you. And in our next episode, we'll be speaking with another agency leader to hear their story and the lessons they learned along the way. Thanks very much for listening. Ah, ah.